92% of all New Year's resolutions never come to fruition. That really didn't surprise me, but it may surprise you. You know, good morning. I'm Marlon Call, the insurance cowboy, and welcome to Monday Morning Cowboy. You know, why do you suppose it is that 92% of us, and that includes me as well, fail at our New Year's resolutions? You know, it's a tough one, but to accomplish any goal or resolution, when you think about it, requires three things. It requires motivation. Now, motivation is something that comes in various strengths, right? We may be, we may think we're motivated, but we're really not. We've got the desire, but, but is the motivation there? We have to have the ability to do whatever it is. I mean, if I tell you I want a body like Hulk Hogan uh, next week, obviously uh, there's no ability to do that. And the third thing is one that we don't really think about. We need to have triggers in our lives, triggers or reminders to help us with this stuff. One of the other key things in working through our New Year's resolutions is we have to be real careful that we don't confuse outcomes with behavior. Because you see, outcomes, you know, to sit back and say, I want to be, I want to be uh, trim and cut is an outcome. It's not a behavior. And what we have to determine is behaviors that need to change, which will give us our outcomes. So we can't confuse those two things because we have to make changes in our lives if we're going to change our outcomes, change our behaviors. You know, this concept is taught by an associate professor by the name of B.J. Fogg, who is the founder of the Persuasive Technology uh, Institute at Stanford University. And he has spent years and years and years studying human behavior and what it takes to get, the, to get people to make the changes that they need to make in their lives. Because that behavior has to change. As a matter of fact, I'm currently studying this very program that he offers, a program called Tiny Habits, and um, not too far from being certified to teach or even coach, if I chose, in this concept. But Tiny Habits says so much. You see, the problem today is we lack the willpower to do what we want to do. Yes, I want to be... I want to be 110 pounds. Well, not really. I'd be pretty puny at 110. But if I want to get to 200 pounds or less, I have to have the willpower and I have to change my behavior in order to do that. We tend to create our New Year's resolutions and it's like eating an elephant all at once. We, we just can't do it. We've got to stop and break it all down. And as I was thinking through and working and preparing for this, I thought about how similar, not even similar, how identical the horses are to humans. You know, it's all about baby steps. And when I think about what we have to do with horses when we train them, it is literally exactly that, baby steps. And I, and I couldn't help but think about my horse, Joker. 
some of you may have heard this story before, some may not. But Joker is my newest horse, and we've had him for a couple of years. And when we bought him, he came out of Oklahoma. And the story that I got was that he was a rope horse and a trail horse, which typically they're pretty well broke and they know what's going on. And when we got him back here and got him into our arena and started working with him to see what he knew and what he didn't know, we discovered that he didn't know how to back up. Backing up is a major, major problem to have uh, when you've got a horse if he doesn't know how to do that. And so I never, I'll never forget the day that I went out. The wife was out working with him, and she was trying to get him to back up, and he wasn't wanting to cooperate. First time I had been on him with spurs. And so I got on this horse with my spurs, and I was bound and determined, dug on it, I was going to make him back up. And as I put the spurs to him and pushed him and wanted him to go from zero to hero, you know, to go from not knowing how to do this to doing it perfect, my expectation was to eat this whole elephant in one, one sitting. And the result was I pushed him too far to the point that he exploded and he reared up and came over backwards almost right on top of me. I was fine. The horse was fine. Everything was fine, but I learned a valuable lesson. Horses are that way. Horses and baby steps, that's the way we teach horses. It makes perfect sense to me when I look at it from the horse standpoint. Is because when I got one step back from from the fence, that's when I needed to praise him and let him know, yes, that's good, that's what I wanted. I didn't recognize the baby steps. I wanted I wanted much, much more, and I wanted it all right now. And that's exactly what Professor Fogg talked about. What he calls his tiny habits. Tiny habits covers basically four areas. And I want to share those with you real quick. Number one, you've got to identify the behavior that you want. Okay? So getting healthier is many people's, many people this, uh, you know, this time of the year want to become healthier. But that's an outcome. Exercising more is another thing. Now, that's a behavior. Um, Getting healthier is not crisp enough. It's not defined enough. Uh, Walking 10 minutes every day or doing 10 push-ups every day or twice a day. Now, those are behaviors, and that's where we need to change in order to get the outcomes we want. The second thing is we need to identify the type of behaviors. Do we need, when I say type, I'm talking about do we need to increase a certain behavior or do we need to decrease or eliminate a certain type of behavior or do we need to start something new that we haven't done in the past? So once we identify the behavior that we want, we find out, we educate ourselves if it's something new, we get motivated to increase that behavior or decrease that behavior, then moves us on to the third point which is triggers. By triggers, I'm talking about things that will prompt us to remember our changes in behavior. And this is one of the key things that makes Professor Fogg's program so different. 
triggers is what I'm talking about. Things such as, for example, um, when you get up in the morning and you brush your teeth, that can become a trigger. When you use the bathroom, that can become a trigger. These are habits that we do every day, conscious habits or unconscious habits that we do automatically. And they're, they're just part of our everyday life. Eat breakfast. Um, put on your makeup. Um, make the bed. Those can be triggers, powerful, powerful triggers. But these triggers remove a great deal of the need for willpower, which is what we tend to lack when we're trying to eat this whole elephant. And the fourth thing is we need to change the sequence of our triggers and add in baby steps. Add baby steps to our sequence of our triggers. So, for example, one of the things that you might do and that, that Professor Fogg did and suggested and, and is open, but he said when they first started, he recommended, like, for an example, brushing your teeth. When you brush your teeth in the morning, we need to find, we need to attach to that trigger one of the desired things that we want to, one of our goals, one of our resolutions. So if it's to um, regarding our teeth or better health. For example, he said, okay, every time you get up and brush your teeth, think about flossing one tooth. Or every time you go to the bathroom, he would do two push-ups. Baby steps, little things, things that take 30 seconds only or less. Um, another one of them that he does, uh, when he, when again, you get into bed, think about one thing that you're really grateful for, but a really critical part of all of this is as you do these things and you do them successfully, celebrate every victory. I know it sounds crazy to floss one tooth, but the point is every time you, every time you brush your teeth and you floss one tooth for one week, floss one tooth. And then celebrate that. In a week, it begins to become a habit. So every time you brush your teeth, now you're going to start thinking, okay, this is stupid. I got to, fl I got to floss all my teeth. And you'll find it will come about so much easier because you won't have to try and remember it. It's attached to a trigger of brushing your teeth. If you want to get into better shape, or you want to strengthen your arms, go to the bathroom, do two push-ups. And then after a week of successfully doing it, Bump it up. Maybe it's going to go to five, maybe ten. Before long, you're doing 100 push-ups a day. When you get into bed at night, think about something that you're grateful for. But find a habit that currently exists that will, you can use as a trigger that you can attach the desired result, the desired behavior to that will help you get closer towards what you want. Baby steps, tiny habits, they're powerful. They'll begin to grow with you. Same thing as what we do with the horses. We have to praise them, praise them after every correct maneuver that they do. We need to create new habits in our lives to get us our goals. I want you to remember one thing in closing here. Remember that completion is much more important than perfection. Completion first. It's more important than perfection. 
If you're interested in Tiny Habits program, I would recommend highly that you visit tinyhabits.com and look at the program. If you have any desire to get certified or learn more about Tiny Habits, please contact me and I'll give you all of the information that you need. And as always, I want to leave you with one closing thought. When you saddle up with this cowboy, you'll never ride alone. Thank you.